My turn or your turn? My turn? I think. Don't quote me on that, remember? Well, then welcome, everyone, to another episode of Cracker Classics. It's the first time you've mentioned turns in a while. Well, usually we've got it down, like, I don't know. I don't know, it doesn't matter. Hi. Hi. Oh, yeah, Ian, that's Ian. Hi, that's Joshua. Yep, talking about turns got us all twisted and out of order. Anyway... Cracker Classics, weekly podcast, old movies, gross, fun, yay, cringe. Not always gross. (laughs) Usually cringe, but not always gross. Fair. This week, though. Ooh, this week. I really don't know. (laughs) I've I've never seen this or the remake, Um, I don't know. I have seen the remake. I liked it when it came out because I was 22 and high. (laughs) (laughs) And... Rebecca Romaine. Um, <laughs> in a tight bodysuit? Yes, please. Any day. It's why I watched X-Men 3 more than once. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you figured out what the movie twice. is yet? Only twice, but we're watching Rollerball. <laughs> the original, which neither of us have seen, but I at least have some idea of what may be coming. And I have... Uh... No idea, really. All that's flashing to mind is that Futurama movie where they, the two teams go against each other to see who's going to uh, investigate the crack in the universe. Kind of. I assume that's Rollerball that they played in order to... Sort of. Um, yeah, this is one of those, like, in the genre of post-apocalyptic sport-related futures like Running Man or uh, Mad Max or, you know... All of society has crumbled, <laughs> except for the games we play. Yes. Uh, Hunger Games. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> it's, it, it's one of those. It's when we make a game out of our suffering. <laughs> I gotcha. Uh, which we've been doing for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. It's called capitalism. Uh, well, that's what we call it now. Uh, it used to be called uh, circuses or... Gladiators. Gladiators. (laughs) Pretty much. So we'll have a little bit of class struggle in here, I imagine. Those playing the game are not the same as those in charge of the game. Exactly. Mm. Okay. Welcome to Earth. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) So, giant ball rolling. Um... I think it's kind of like roller derby with a ball. Okay, so it's not like a maze with holes in the floor. Kinda, that's just what I keep picturing. Maybe I seriously, like, I just remember Jean Reno hamming it up and <laughs> Rebecca Romaine doing her thing. I blocked Chris Klein from my mind because I, no thank you. <laughs> um, and LL Cool J being LL Cool J in the early aughts. Which is so. fine. It was early in his yeah, transition to actor, so... So mixed results. <laughs> yeah. But he wasn't fighting crime yet. No. For the Navy. <laughs> I think at this point, the only other thing I'd seen him in was Toys. Oh my god, he was in Toys. I forgot about that. I actually really liked him in Toys. I liked Toys, but... I haven't seen that since I was a kid. I couldn't <laughs> tell you. But anyway. We keep talking about the remake of... A... That's <laughs> because it's what the I know. Original, I, I don't know. <laughs> I know that there are spiked gloves because that's on the poster. <laughs> I 
now. <laughs> it stars James Caan. Oh, this should be fun. And a couple other names that sound kind of familiar, but not really. Who are they? Moses Gunn. No. Maud Adams. John Beck. No. They sound vaguely familiar, but I don't know. John Houseman, that's a more familiar name. Yeah. I guess he worked with Orson Welles a little bit. Okay. I'm wondering if... Oh, oh, the, the year of this movie. Yeah. It's 2018. Oh, oh, five years ago. All right. All this right. This will be fun. So, so we're flashing back to pre-COVID. Got yeah. it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love these so much. <laughs> This will be fun. <laughs> we're talking, what, just 30 or 40 years. In yeah, yeah. 75 it was made, so 43 yeah, years yeah. in the future. How we thought. <laughs> These are always fun. Yep. Well, for Rollerball, we were in Houston. Because apparently we have not factored in climate change. And they still think Houston's not going to be underwater in 40 years. Yeah. Classic denial. <laughs> Just like many uh, dystopian movies. Years in the future, this is going to happen. But this thing that scientists say will definitely happen, that's not going to happen. We can't make money off of what they're saying. Yeah. Anyway... We're looking up shit on the internet. We should probably just go watch the movie. We're just putting words together at this point. So maybe we should go get started. And, and yep. See how our bread and circuses fare here in uh, five years ago. Should be fun. <laughs> we'll, we'll be back for intermission impressions and sports ball. Yay! Let's sort of post-apocalyptic like the apocalypse is the elimination of poverty and stuff right uh, no, it, but it's all under corporate control this and... is like post post-apocalyptic like we had yeah, these yeah, awful yeah. wars the corporation wars or whatever they were there yeah. were there are awful wars that dissolved the nations and then the corporations took over and they fought with each other and then everything was okay after that and one, now... one corporation now controls the entire world. I guess I think it's what it seems to be. Yeah, it sounds like yeah that we've got the what would they call it the executive directorate. Yes, but then each city is its own like industry city. They said Chicago is a food city. Yeah, Houston's yeah. an energy city. So it's like yeah, each major city is in charge of aspects of life. But, but the it executive sounds pretty, director, it runs it all. It sounds quite lovely. There's no poverty, no sickness, no needs. That's many right. Luxuries. Yep. Many luxuries. No needs, many luxuries. Which is sort of a bullshit statement because um, we still have needs. They're just yeah. met and taken care of. <laughs> uh, some of them are. I mean, well, James Conn's wife was basically stolen by an executive. There's whatever's her. going on with all these That's, women yeah, that are like assigned yeah. to him or something. Yeah, yeah. that's rather squicky. Oh, and the approach to women in this movie is very cringy and I don't like it. But apparently he was married at some point. Like, it's a little confusing. Marriage is still a thing, but you can also be assigned women. I yeah. But it's hard to argue with anything that starts with Takata and Fugue in G minor. Well, yes. <laughs> it was a great opening. That was lovely. And then we get basically a rundown on how this game works. Yep. Before they change the rules. Right in the 
middle of the season, or right towards the end of the season, there's there two, two games, games left. left. There's the semifinals, semifinals and the final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're almost done with the season, and now you're going to change the rules? Yeah. Um, no. Aren't there, like, players' unions that still exist? Obviously not. I guess not, yeah. Yeah. That was a problem. Yeah. There's all the unions. This movie is kind of if trying to... you play to... by the rules we give you, we'll give you all the luxuries you want. So there's no need for a union? No need. This movie really glorifies capitalist classes. Because there's still a hierarchy. A hierarchy, period. Like, everyone's, like, happy. Yeah. Except they're not happy. I mean, look at these no, people's no, no, no. faces. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're just husks. <laughs> yeah. They're doped up. Yup. And... Soma, baby. Yeah, that's what I kept thinking <laughs> when they kept taking pills. I'm like, oh, they got Soma in this future. Uh, I I don't know. This is strange. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really digging it so far, honestly. There's a lot it's... of intrigue, at least. I'm yeah. curious as to what's going to happen, but I feel like I will be disappointed in the end. <laughs> <laughs> no, the disappointment was the 2002 remake. Um... Sorry, I keep coming back to that, but uh, that that was not a good movie. But it was bad from the get-go. This is at least intriguing, if nothing else. There's sort of a Soylent Green feel to it. Yeah. Something's going on, and we don't know what, and we're going to try and figure it out. And it goes all the way to the top. Yep. So is it going to be as bad as Soylent Green? (sighs) I hope not. Yeah. I really hope not. It's intriguing that right before we went to break, everyone's saying they're afraid of James Caan. Yeah. Everyone, the, the director, it's afraid of him. Well, why? Because he's so badass. Okay. I mean, look at him. That chest hair. <laughs> yeah, some of the things <laughs> that people in the 70s thought would still be a trend 40 years later. Oh, leather pants. The leather pants, open chest. <laughs> it's still kind of a thing, but it not as pronounced with the lapels and the, the big yeah yeah yeah. It now is we just have V neck shirt, very much seventies fashion, mm-hmm. still cool in twenty eighteen tracksuits. <laughs> that party though was very fancy. Everyone yeah. dressed up to the nines. And yeah. I don't know if that happens anymore. Well, probably. Probably if you're rich enough, it yeah. does. And yeah, I'd imagine. Some things at the top don't change. It's tradition. All about tradition. How we're supposed to do things. <laughs> That's how we got up. to the top, was by following the rules and working hard and exploiting the lower classes. You ignore um, the fact that I was born into the top and never had to move. Meanwhile, we're going to play uh, Tokyo next. Oh, God. They got yeah. the samurai spice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the samurai spirit. And they're spirit, only this that's tall. what I wrote. I yeah. can't read my own handwriting. <laughs> Spirit. And then they had the consultant come in to tell the team how to deal with the players from Tokyo and Houston braggadocio fashion. The team is like, nah, we just punch them harder. Yeah. Hoorah. <laughs> I'll tell you the secret. Houston, 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 Houston. <laughs> Texans are still Texans. All that's missing from this are a bunch of guns. Uh, yeah. Which is not mentioned. There's a lot of... Yeah. S- political, socioeconomic things that, uh, you know, are sort of a big deal. 
five years after this movie's supposed to take place that are not mentioned at all in this movie. <laughs> and the way they're just kind of moving women around, the lack of abortion is kind of... You, yeah. you think that might be a, a factor, something I really considered seen any in this society? In this <laughs> well, there's that I too. Mean, <laughs> that they're conspicuous by their absence. Yes. Like, you'd think there'd be... Were there some in the crowd? There may have been. I but I can't really recall. The crowd. I wasn't thinking about it at that time. You'd think but there would be point, a lot. But at this point, I'm starting to think about it, yeah. Like, the kids get them, hook them while they're young. Yeah. You know, that's the thing in sports these days. Gotta have the kids riled up as fans. Yeah. Keeps the sport going. Yeah. Where are the kids? Yeah. And really, it's suspicious there's only one sport. Yeah. I mean... The whole world plays it. Mm-hmm. It's nice and convenient. Well, but also what would probably happen if one corporation yeah. had a monopoly over the entire world. We would all be subjected to one, the same thing. That's why the rest of the world just plays soccer. While here in America, we have four sports. Um. <laughs> We've got other sports. Freedom! The There's other Sorry. sports. <laughs> they play football without pads. Oh, yeah. Because they're tough. <laughs> and there's cricket. However the hell you play that. Uh, over the course of several days. Yeah, it's, like, it's baseball, but longer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, lordy. Yeah. Didn't know that was possible, <laughs> but yes. Oh. But, uh, yeah, but this is this really makes the case against corporate takeovers. Oh, yeah. Because all the diversity and variety to life vanishes. And that would suck. Yep. A lot. Yeah. And you can see it on these people's faces. <laughs> so listless. Even well, James Caan. I mean, he, there's sort of like a fountainhead thing going on here where he seems to be the one guy who can think for himself and is breaking the mold of the homogenization around him. But even so, he's pretty blah. Well... Maybe it's just his acting, but... That is James Conn. No... I, 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 he works well for the, what he does, but... Yeah. yeah. I'm not trying to, to knock his acting ability, but... But it's the way, the way he's playing the role. It's... Just the whole movie, like, that's kind of the aesthetic. True. Is we're getting this, like, oh, the corporation has created this perfect world, but everybody's just kind of blah in it. Don't make waves. Yeah. Don't be expressive. Don't be a rabble. Yeah, basically. And they're afraid of him because he's good at the game and still is after ten years. I guess. Maybe. I I think it's more about, like, the power he's amassed as the greatest to play the game. Like That influence that he has. That influence, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. Since he's world-known. and Yeah, world-famous, and people pay attention to him, and may start to think he knows better than the corporation. Mm. <gasps> Needs to be put in his place. Yeah. I see. Yeah. That's why we send an old British guy to tell him, retire. <laughs> you don't have a choice. This is going to be easy. We'll just tell him to retire, and he'll be like, yes, sir. An old British guy who has the same minion as Darth Vader. 
Um, <laughs> hmm, suspicious. Although at least he stood up to Darth Vader. Um, <laughs> well, we're not done with this movie. He might make a move. That's true. <laughs> I'm not really sure how things are going to go here. If there's some sort of a minor uprising against I, the directorate, or if they're going to clamp down, I don't know. No, I'm a lot more intrigued than I thought I would be. Mm-hmm. I was expecting some sort of just, I don't know what, but not this. <laughs> <laughs> At least, yeah, conspiracy. Something. Damn you remake and lowering my expectations. <laughs> Most remakes do. <laughs> well, At least that fair. nuance. Yeah. Because there's definitely some movies that have been remade that the message that that movie had umpteen years ago still applies yeah but the remake was like no we're not gonna no no we can't do that doesn't apply anymore we're not gonna do that it's anti-corporation mm-hmm. we're a corporation making this remake we so profit off that message you did the first time right <laughs> that was before the company was bought out and the studio is now owned by the conglomerate <laughs> the subsidiary to the directorate the anti-corporate message is highly profitable um mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah that anti-marketing dollar. It's a huge market. It's a huge market. <laughs> uh, Bill Hicks gets it. <laughs> Got it. That's why he's no longer with us. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Interestingly, there is no smoking in this. A 70s movie. Yeah, it's supposed to be 40 even, years in the future. Yeah, I didn't no even smoking. think about that. That's... That's interesting. That's very unusual. The athletes should be chain-smoking like nobody's business. Yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> well, they're all popping pills instead. Yeah. So that's somehow the tobacco industry lost in the corporate wars, I guess. And now... I, apparently. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hmm. There's also just a veneer that we keep seeing. Everything seems nice and... Yep. Clean and sleek and the, that gritty underside of society. Um, we might eventually see yeah i was gonna say we haven't except maybe for the fans we haven't seen anyone from the middle or lower classes but i mean supposedly poverty has been eliminated so maybe there is no lower class but there's got to be there's got to be with this upper class if you're if you're holding a hierarchy there are people at the bottom that's just how hierarchies work so i'd imagine we'll be learning more in the second half Mm -hmm. excuse me this is definitely the uh, capitalism of... It's good capitalism. Capitalism solved the world's problems. Yeah. But they're still super, super rich people. Yep. But at least, it, I guess the people on the bottom are not in poverty. Oh, I, I do love the fact that there's I a suppose. literal privilege card, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All I you gotta do is pull to out your privilege, privilege card. <laughs> Just show them your privilege card. Yep, yep. Great. That's <laughs> that's still going to happen, I'm sure. Yep. <laughs> Shall we see if privileges get revoked? Uh, yes, I am eager to get back to this. All right. We'll be back for our curtain call and conspiracy against Tokyo. Or from Tokyo? Or maybe. We'll maybe see. we lose. Jonathan, Jonathan, are you Jonathan, Jonathan, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 
This really is the fountainhead for toxic masculinity, isn't this? Ah, uh, it's a lot better than the fountainhead, I suppose. It's the similar concept of um, kind of the whole individual achievement, like, is a threat to the collectivist good that's decided by committee. Blah blah blah. Yeah, it's definitely in here. Yeah. Or what was it? A, the corporate society was inevitable destiny, material dream. Mm-hmm. Everything man touched became attainable. Man yeah. touched, of course. Oh, of course. Yeah. Because this is one of the more sexist movies oh, we've this ever is seen. Very um, patriarchal? Yes. Yeah. I was impressed there was one woman on the council or yeah yeah, yeah. the the directorate directorate yeah Yeah, the executive directorate that's right yes i'm sure there's a directorate below that (laughs) below that yeah uh there's no payoff for this for me i mean it's just a clear lesson in stubbornness yeah you proved that individual achievement is possible so that the somehow that Threatens the corporations. See what you, you know. Shut you up. See what I mean. <laughs> Jonathan. 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 <laughs> There's almost this anti-communist message in here. Yeah. You know, we created this utopia and all of life's problems are done and the world's run by a council and it's, it seems very sort of borderline communist. Yeah, yeah, but then kinda, the individual yeah. has to go, no. I yeah. I have a personal beef with you, and so I'm going to ruin it all. But what did he ruin, really? I, I don't know. I mean, all he did was sort of prove that sports need rules. Wow. Well, I mean, sports had rules. They, they just changed them on whims to suit corporate interests. And that's why we shouldn't do that, because how many people died? <laughs> oh, yeah. In one period? <laughs> <laughs> It's a new record. I mean, when they said no time limit, I'm like, this isn't a game. Yeah. This is, it's, it's just going to keep going and going and going until, well, like, well, well like everyone's I, dead. Like I said, when I, they started that, I was like, well, the optimal strategy here is to not play the game, just kill everyone, and then be the last man standing and put your ball in the hole. Because that was the game. Which is kind of what Jonathan did. Mm-hmm. Killed that's... everyone and... Was the last man standing and put his ball in the hole. That's what the game was. <laughs> but they at least made a pretense of playing the game for a little while. I guess. Kind of. But yeah. At least we understood the point of the game. Yes. It is to prove the futility of individual effort. Yes. Which is why it's this one game. There's no other sports. Yeah. This is the circus. That's it. Yeah. It's and the it Hunger Games. Basically. <laughs> Except there was a little more individualistic in the Hunger Games. Well, yeah, the Hunger Games was really was the last man standing. Mm-hmm. Um, but here it was a whole team yeah. thing, and the team could not be successful. But Jonathan was too good by himself. Mm-hmm. So he had to be made to retire to keep the myth of the futility of individual effort alive. Yeah. Despite the fact that the team only succeeds when each individual makes effort. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 
Had he retired, would they have still changed the rules? I don't know. That's... Uh, it sounded like the first rule changes were already happening. Yeah, yeah, regardless. Before. Which, they're stupid rule changes and shouldn't have happened, well, but... yeah. It's just a strange movie of... The rule changes the shadowy are shadowy back room changing yeah. everything, but then we don't really do anything about it in the end. I mean, we kind of do, but not really. Not in a satisfying way for me, at least. Yeah. And it was just loose ends... Like his wife coming back. Which, I bought okay, that. I mean, I bought it. If he figured it out that obviously they sent her to them to say, oh, you should quit. And if you do quit, I'll come back to you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But where's her individuality? She gave it up for all the comforts that were offered by an executive lifestyle. <laughs> but there would have been a better payoff if she proved her individuality in the end. No. I don't know how, but in some way. No, because they needed to keep Jonathan as the one person to prove his individuality, because there is only one. <laughs> There'd be only one. There, there is only one individual, and the rest of society exists to show how cool that one individual is. And since it's 2018 and Howard Rourke is dead, <laughs> we need to have Jonathan E. now. Because there's only one. Jonathan. Jonathan. Ugh. Jonathan. I was yeah. kind of hoping you'd talk me out of the whole, this is the fountainhead for the future. But no, it's like you said that, and I'm like, yeah, nope, yeah. that makes sense. This is still way better than the fountainhead, at least the movie. It was at least more entertaining. I still love the book, but yeah, this is much better. This is a much better like showcase for that idea than the I movie agree. was. It still doesn't <laughs> sit well with doesn't, me. No, it doesn't make it necessarily a good I think idea. My biggest but... issue with it all is it does not actually apply in reality. Yeah. Like, things have to drastically change a lot in all facets of life in order for things like Ethan the Fountainhead to actually work and make sense. Yeah. Yes, there's still, you should be an individual and know yourself and accept yourself and mm. try your best to live that in the, the crazy fucked up world that's always crazy and fucked up regardless of who's running it. But it's not me against the world. It is billions and billions of individuals who are just like you, an individual. Yeah. And you're not better than them just because you're an individual. Because they are too. Each and every one of us is mm -hmm. against the rest of the world. But we don't want to frame it that way, because then it's just us against each other, and then that's not good. Well, that's why it's a, like, that's a bad idea to be promoting, mm -hmm. is that you against the world. No, it's you exist in a world of people who also exist. Mm -hmm. And if we continue to be antagonistic about these things and deny the individuality and humanity of each other... There will be one man left standing to shove his ball in the hole. Um. <laughs> Which I don't know if he was really... Because he was sort of fighting against that, too. I Sort of. He was... Uh, I mean, he, he just wanted to keep playing the game that he loved and was good at. And they didn't want to let him. Because it poked holes in what they wanted the game to be there for. Yeah. So here he was spending years upholding this thing that he's been trying to fight against. And I'm, I don't know. I'm it wasn't that, like, I didn't get the idea that he was really trying to fight against anything. 
he was it was more of a like i want to do this and you're basically telling me i can't so fuck you which this is a sentiment i totally understand i get it <laughs> it's also a thing that definitely happens and it has happened in things like professional sports you really think uh, that players get traded because they wanted to go to a, that city? Well, yeah. And I mean, no. Colin Kaepernick wanted to keep playing. Exactly. And clearly locked out of the league. It's a weird um, double standard sort of thing. You know, there's this thing that you want to keep doing, and it up, and you doing it upholds sort of the oppressiveness of behind the- it. It's like participating in capitalism. Well, yes, it is an allegory for capitalism. <laughs> Something that's By not mentioned having a in job here. and doing your job well, you are participating in the very system that keeps you oppressed. Mm-hmm. And even if you enjoy what you do, I don't know a good answer for that. I don't either. I, mean, I just know that it's not a good answer. <laughs> Things just seem to be vaguely tackled in this movie, and not in a way that really leaves me with anything. Well, what really tackles this subject in a way that leaves you with anything, though? Fair point. It's just kind of the general screaming into the void that we as human beings have been doing for thousands of years. and There is still that part of standing up for what is right. Yeah. What you feel to be is right. And there yeah. are movies that do that. Well, he's doing movies. that in this. Like, what he believes is right is him being allowed to make decisions for his own life. Mm -hmm. And that's a noble goal in my book. Like, that's a way we should behave. Of course, it came at the expense of many other individuals' lives. (sighs) And there's that facet of it. Yeah. I mean, that's... How ruthless... That's the framing of it, though. That's the the way the story is told in that sort of a frame. Like, it can be done in other ways, but not for this individual in the circumstances he's in. It's, yeah. Mm -hmm. I get what they were trying to do here. It just didn't work for me. I see it worked for me. Okay. It really worked for me. I liked this a lot more than I thought I was going to. <laughs> it doesn't suck. I just the, the way we all came together with everything and the fact that his best bud is now in a coma and that was some source of inspiration for him. Uh, yeah, to I don't do quite what he was going that, to do anyway. Yeah. I don't. I think that's my main issue with that. <laughs> Regardless, unless something really catastrophic happened to him personally. Before the final game, he was going to just keep playing and get to the yeah. final game, regardless of the rules or the obstacles in his way. So why did we have to make his best teammate brain dead just to inspire him to go do what he was going to do anyways? I, I don't think it was necessary, but I don't think it hurt the story. No. I mean, it showed, it, it, it kind of showed the links to which the corporations would go to protect their fucking privilege cards. The privilege cards were showing, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, this, this wasn't terrible. I just feel like it hasn't lived up well all these years later. I feel like the bones are good. I see where someone thought remaking it was a good idea, but then they somehow missed the entire point of it. Mm. I seem to, because I don't think the remake 
I don't remember getting what I got out of this, out of the remake. Mm-hmm. I was also 22 and high, but... That'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> you miss a lot when you're 22 and high. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. This wasn't a terrible movie, though it is an extremely sexist movie, and that does not leave me with a good feeling. Yeah, no. Just how that's... all women in this movie are portrayed as... Objects. Tools to be used in order to get the men to do what we want them to do. Prizes for being good at sports ball. Yeah, rewards for doing what we asked you to do. Yeah. And yeah. they all looked the same, too. They did all look very When his very wife similar. showed up, I'm like, all right, is that, is that, is yeah. that Daphne again? No, <laughs> no, no that's not... his first wife. <laughs> it's another blonde supermodel. Yep, yep. Because, of course, that's how all women look in the future. Okay, I think I'm done here. I'm done ranting. It's, okay. It's not bad. It just didn't land how I thought it would. I don't know how I thought it would, but... Uh, yeah, I feel you on that. I also think that it's well worth the watch. It's a dystopian relic that is still worth watching. It ain't no Logan's sense. Run, that's for sure. Well... We need to do that one, too, yeah. at some point. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, follow us on whatever you get your podcast. Support us on Patreon. Fund our rollerball team. Yes. <laughs> we need to get a league together, and we can't do that without capitalism. Yeah. That's patreon.com slash Gregor Classics. Hooray, capitalism. Uh, capitalism. yeah, anyway. <laughs> capitalism. Uh, we got a website, gregorclassics.com. Theoretically, Twitter's still a thing, I guess. We'll see you next week. Thank you for... Bye! Capitalism. 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 Capitalism.